recording's on and we are live. Okay, so in the middle of discussing the um, question of is it permitted to, um, to carry, you have a scenario where um, yeah, you had there was like this unique scenario that had come up. Um, where there was this uh, peculiar setup in someone's rechava, and someone someone had a uh, someone in uh, what city was it again? Someone in. Huh, doesn't say what city. I thought it said what city again. So there was a uh, there was a there was a rechava like a back area, back alley kind of, which sat at a, the mouth of a river, and one side of it was opened out into like the the main street, the town, while the other side um, opened into a vineyard path, and the vineyard path went down to the riverbank. There's all discussion. Um, yesterday's stuff, how exactly to go about um, arranging the A-roof of such a place. And uh, finally, the uh, Mark concluded, Rava had said that the proper thing is to make a lefty for the entrance that uh, leads to the town's main street because the the, the lefty actually will work for the inhabitants of the town and Right, uh, since it works for the town, it'll work for the Rechava area, for the back area. So now the question becomes, are you allowed to carry in and out of the town? We All that they were trying to do in this story were, was to permit carrying within the Rechava. The question is, once we're doing this, can you carry in and out of the Rechava into the town. So Pligiba, the very last line of the Chotal, Pligiba of Achav Ravina. Achav Ravina argued about this. Chad Asr v'chad Shari. One forbade it and one permitted it. Man the Shari, the opinion who permits it, the whole lake of Europe. So I promised, I, I said this very quickly at the end of the last class, I promised I would explain in a little more detail. Um, lake of Europe, essentially, the, the, the question is who's using this space? Who's using this space? So in this case, um, the, there, there's no, there. Generally speaking, is nobody using the rechava. Right. The problem, the problems that tend to come up with uh, um, with carrying on Shabbos usually involve a shared space. But in this case, it's not a shared space. It belongs entirely to the uh, bnei hamavui, essentially, um, the local, um, the the inhabitants of the area of the rechava or the area next to the Rechava. So, you know, for example, the people who use the, uh, the uh, vineyard path, they're not, they're, they're not using it. They're not coming through. I suppose uh, maybe it's a vineyard path and there's no reason you'd be in a vineyard on Shabbos. I'm not quite sure why no one uses the vineyard path, but um, maybe it was an abandoned vineyard path. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure why the Gemara assumes that the, no one's using the vineyard path, but those seem to have been the facts. And, Right, so it doesn't. It's not like you know a chutzner, which was nifr. So you know chutzner katanish nifr to Like when you have like a smaller chutzner and a larger chutzner, it wasn't like that at all. So there's no, there's no conflict um, 
between them and the other uh, and the people who want to use the uh, the the area of the Rechaba. However, because at times there are people who do use this space, and since there are people who do use this space, um, and those people may come to um, carry in that space also. So they're not permitted to carry in that space. Um, so therefore, um, it's not permitted. It's not going to work to do such a thing. Okay. Right? Because people do on occasion pass through. And again, this seems like this would have had to do with exactly whatever the, the facts were on the ground in this particular case. Okay. Says the Gemara. A carpef, which is larger than two saw, which was not hooked with zero, which did not receive a, uh, um, uh, a fence for the purpose of zero, for the purpose of someone actually living and, you know, spending serious time in it. So now what do you want to do? And it's too big because if it was hooked with zero, you could, it could be bigger than basis on Right now it's too big. So... <coughs> <coughs> So you got to shrink it. So if you chose to shrink it by filling it up with a bunch of trees, that doesn't work. However, right, that doesn't work. Why? Because Rashi says that carpet always has trees. Like a tree doesn't really work. A tree can't really function in this case as a, as a, as a, as an effective tool to quote, shrink the size of the carpet, because that's exactly what you'd expect to find in a carpet. However, says the Gemara, um, However, um, uh, what uh, something that might work is Bonaboy um, Gavoya Asar, and that's our first picture. If you make a little pillar, you make a little pillar which is ten Tfachim high, you can use that to, in other words, let's assume that it's uh, slightly more than a baseless sign. So build that pillar, and that pillar wipes out a little bit of the space, and that's the uh, problem solved. I guess you'd have to just build enough pillars however many pillars you might need to shrink it, to get it to fill up the space um, until there is less than a base of sign with empty space. However, that if that pillar, do I have a picture for that? You must understand, but I don't have a picture. If the pillar is uh, smaller than three to achim, um, that's not going to be an effective meat because of the general principle uh, of love. Um, right, because it's basically not there. Megimova Dalid, if it is between three and four Tvachim, so it's almost like this Rabbah having it. Rabbah says that works. That works. It does work to shrink down the size of the, um, of the Rechava. Rabbah says it's not Rabbah says because it's already four Tvachim, it's outside the parameters of uh, Lavud, so it's perfectly good. Rabbah Amr, as you would think, Rabbah Amr, what's going on with Rabbah? Kei mitlai asi makam dalit, lai makam dalit, lai chashiv, since it's not a, uh, um, since it's not yet for Tvachim, right? So, lai uh, chashiv, um, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be significant. Um, I'm sorry, I, 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 I spoke too quickly earlier. It's not actual lavud, right? Because we're talking about the the width of we're not talking about the height of the uh of the pillar. We're talking about the width of the pillar. It's an, 
it's a no-brainer that if a pillar is, uh, you know, two tachamai, it doesn't count. Right? We're talking about the width. So the question is, how do we assess the, um, the, uh, the? How do we can? How do we say that an artificial structure, uh, you know, counts for anything? So we everyone agrees that if it's less than three tachim, since we know that three tachim doesn't count for much, anything under three tachim doesn't count for much in terms of height, in terms of love would. So we can discount a, a pillar which is less than three tachim. However, that's something Mars now dealing with. You know, what if it's slightly more than three? Well, since the number three is more than what it would take to emerge from the issue of Lovewood, so we can apply that across disciplines over here and say for width as well, having more than three tachim will do the trick. Um, while Rav is saying, no, it's got to be at least four tachim wide to be worth anything. Okay. Um, Rav um, taught this halacha lakula, and the Gemara doesn't really elaborate on what that's supposed to mean. Rashi explains that um, the, the question that was mentioned earlier, that we just said between Rabbi and Rabbi, at least is that everyone agrees. Uh, everyone agrees when it comes to three, as soon as it comes out of three tachim, um, once we emerge from the zone that would be theoretically lovewood, uh, if it were if it were vertical as opposed to horizontal, um, so uh, Rabbi and Rav are in agreement that 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 works. Um, okay, and mechita can be considered ledira. Okay, so I'm not in other words, masnilakula. Usually we would say like he has a, a more lenient version of this mishnah, or Brisa Rashi says in this case it really just means that he held there was no machlekes Rabbi and Rav. Okay, so. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. I skipped a few lines. Let's back it up. So go back five lines, four lines. If somebody distanced himself from the wall, right? If he if he, he distanced himself, if he distanced, uh, he went a distance of four. Um, from the wall of the Karpei and he built another wall right he simply built another wall so um, uh, that works in other words let's say all you need is to cut off a few Tvachim and then your uh, Karpei will be the correct size so this is a great eight set just kind of make a new wall drop down a new wall see here's this picture right make a new wall right shrink down the size problem solved so as long as it's more than four it's four Tvachim or more then that works however um, if you did less than three, it doesn't work because of love. From three to four, Rabba Omar, that works. Rabba Omar, why is that the case? Rabba Omar, not good, there's love. Again, Rabba says, well, it works for love, so it should work here. Because the space that you created, right, between the wall and the wall, between the old wall and the new wall, is less than four tachim, and therefore it's not important. It doesn't count. So Rav Simi, Masnilakula, Rav Simi says in both of these cases, he says there's no Machlegas Rabbin Rav. Okay, tough boy tip. Let's say you put up a whole bunch of mud, um, which can stand on its own, or clay, right? Having you, so that works. Right? In other words, you, you, you applied a, a tremendous amount of clay to one of the walls of the car face, thickening it, right? So that works. Right, and then you you shrunk the amount of space that's available. But if it doesn't hold up on its own, Rabbi Omer having it, Rabbi says it's still fine. Rabbi Omer leaving me, Rabbi says no way. 
Rabbi says, I don't take seriously a mechitza, a thickening of mechitzas even, um, that, uh, that can't stand up by itself. Okay. Let's say you have a, one of the walls of your carpet is a tail. It is a, um, as we can see in this picture, it is a pile. Just a pile of dirt. And so what do you do? You distance yourself. You, you, you move down from that tail, from that pile for Pachim. But you drop down a wall. Choyel, everyone agrees that works. Pachis migimol, choyel tail. If you do it, um, uh, uh, if you have Pachis migimol, if you don't distance yourself from the wall three Pachim, or as we see in the next picture, that it's al-sasatel, it kind of overlaps with the very edge of the, of the pile. Somebody who puts a mechitza on top of a mechitza, right? When you have one of your um, mechitzas, one of your um, one of your walls is on top of another wall. So Amr Chista Shabbos With Shabbos Hoyle, for Shabbos purposes, um, that works. So this is an interesting litmus test. We have a general concept that the Agar, if a person is a convert to Judaism, so technically he has no relatives. So let's say Agar, a person converts to Judaism, perhaps late in life, and he doesn't have any children. So, halakhically speaking, he doesn't have any inheritors. He doesn't have any Yorshim. So there are certain things that you can do to... Uh, to, right, so let's say so. So a common case the Gemara will use to to kind of uh, um, stress test the ownership um, producing capabilities of a particular act or structure or behavior is what would happen if I were doing that act and in the middle right on the land of a of a ger of a convert who has no inheritors and in the middle I um, the the, the Nebuch, unfortunately the the convert passes away. Right, so all of a sudden, I'm basically standing in the hefker doing something. And the question is, will that, will that action um, can can serve as a, an act of chazaka, an act of of uh, ownership uh, on the ownerless land that I'm currently standing in? So, building a wall generally is a great act of ownership. However, building a wall on top of a wall says the Gemara. Um, that's not going to work. It doesn't even help for Shabbos. That's pretty good proof. The Rav holds that such a wall does at least work for Shabbos purposes. It does at least work for Shabbos purposes, and that is... Um, <clears throat> that's a good thing. Okay. Um, so it says the Gemara like this. concedes to me. Right, so look at this church. I found some music for some reason. Um, if you uh, if you build a mechitza on a tail, you got you, you you live on a big pile of dirt, right? And you put a mechitza, you put this one of these fences on top of the tail. So that does work. Why? Right. I, I live on top of the on, on top of the tail, right? So the fact that my house is all the way up there. Um, I don't use the mechitzes of the tail. 
I use the mechitas of the, right, the, the mechitas, only the mechitas of the actual fence that helped me, and therefore um, that does work. Rechista agrees that that works for Shabbos purpose. Says the Gemara, my time I hold by mechitas of the fence door. I live up top. What happens if everything sinks into the ground? I'm gonna go back for that. No, no. If everything sinks into the ground, right? And uh, or not everything, but the lower mechitas sink into the ground. If your question is in reference to issues of the property of a ger, that's the case discussed by someone in Yirmiya Bira. Somebody who throws a turnip um, into the uh, into the um, uh, into a uh, a tract of land, right? A hole in a tract of land owned by a ger. The Asi Yisrael Achrina, or formerly owned by a ger, the Asi Yisrael Achrina Rafak Bapurta, and then a fellow, another fellow comes along and, uh, you know, uh, does a little, uh, you know, pulls out a hoe and does a little groundwork in the same land. So, um, Basar Kani, the second fellow, is in, has acquired the land. Well, Kamalai Kani, the first fellow did not acquire the land. My time had been the Shadu, like a Shabbach. Right? By, just by throwing a turnip into a hole, you haven't really done anything. You think you're a great guy. You think you're planting turnips. You really just drop the turnip into a hole in the ground. Right? When it grows, it just grows on its own. You didn't really do that. Um, so, therefore, the more significant uh, point is the... Um, is the hoeing. So similarly, uh, over here, uh, it's roughly analogous that, uh, well, yeah, I guess roughly analogous. Um, uh, so, so, uh, so, um, therefore, you know, at the time that you, uh, built the fence, right, basically the, the, the fence on top of the fence, which was previously invalid, Right, is only valid now because it sank into the because the defense the the wall underneath it sank into the ground. So the fact the wall on the ground sank into the fact the wall underneath it sank into the ground is not something you did. That's something that happened on its own, and therefore you can't really say, oh, I created a wall. So it's roughly analogous in terms of acquiring the land. You can't claim, oh, now I acquired land because I used to I, I built a wall on top of a wall a while ago, and at the time it was invalid. But now, since the lower fence has sunk into the ground. Um, now my fence is perfectly positioned. That doesn't work. That, that's, that's a no-brainer. The L in your Shabbos. Your question is for Shabbos purposes. Says the Gemara, having mechitza nasa b'Shabbos. That's called, and the Gemara is assuming that, that it sinks into the ground on Shabbos. So that's a mechitza nasa b'Shabbos. The time you call mechitza nasa b'Shabbos, main m'shayi, main b'meizid shema mechitza. Right, as we know, we had already a couple of times that a mechitza, a wall which is created on Shabbos, um, uh, always qualifies as a wall. It, it's, it's not a problem that it was created on Shabbos, even if he did it on purpose. That's the John. So it says the Gemara, Lavit was not said in reference to the summer of Nachman Lashon Al Lizrik. We have a general rule about this, which is that that's not a a kula. It's a chumr, right? In other words, it's in order to make you chayiv for throwing something into that rishus from a different rishus. But we do not permit you to rely on it as a kula to uh, carry in that rishus. No, don't make a mistake. That's, that's only true if you did what you did to Mesa over here, where it wasn't even you who did who caused the creation of the uh, of the Mechitza. It was a geological uh, phenomenon. That's certainly not going to be a problem. Very well. So there was a woman. 
Dat is Mechita, Gab Mechita, Minister She made a wall on top of a wall in the next Gar, in the property of a Gar. Right, and the Gar passed away, but her, right, or the Gar had already passed away. And her Mechita on top of Mechita is not helpful. It doesn't do anything for her because it's a Mechita on top of Mechita. It's a wall on top of a wall. That doesn't work for, for land acquiring purposes. So, Asa Ugaber, there was a fellow who came along with Rafa Bapurta and did some groundwork. So, Asa Kamedev Nachman, right? So, they, they ended up in Paran Nachman, and Nachman said, okay, sorry everyone, but the gentleman is going to be um, uh, the one who gets the land because he dug the hole. So, Kamedev, he awarded it to him. So, Asa so she came, she's very upset, and she was yelling, yelling, screaming, I'm like, what do you want me to do? You didn't do a proper chazaka. That's not how people um, do chazakas in Latin. All right. Karpev Beishalesh, Vikira Boy. So this is the next picture. Let's say you have a karpev, which is a three-saw area, very large karpev. But it has, um, um, uh, do you still, you still see my screen, I hope? Um, I know that my video on my first device just cut out, but you should still be able to see the screen. I can see it. Okay. So, so, so the, you have basically like a, um, a big old car park, uh, uh, under the, um, uh, in, in your three saw area, which covers one saw that shrinks it down to two saw essentially. So the question is, can we use that device to shrink it down literally to two saw? Um, and there, and thus allow you to carry in it. Of course, provided that you've put up some kind of machito all around. So says the Gemara, um, Rabbi says that area that's been covered um, is considered appended. In other words, it's added on to the rest. It's not to be considered uh, as distinct from the rest of the uh, of the area, and therefore it's very much still too large to have an area. However, says the Gemara, um, uh, that's the opinion of Rabbi. Um, Rebizera says that the avir, the area covered by the um, by the uh, roof, uh, is considered to be separate. Why? Because of the principle of and the outer rim of the roof goes down to the ground and cuts off that area. So they imagine that this is an actual building. Uh, it cuts off that area from the rest of the lot, and therefore you can consider this a smaller than two saw carpet. So this is related to a case that the Gemara is about to quote, this picture that I just uh, pulled up, says the Gemara, um, they seem to be arguing the Amachites of Rabbi Shmuel. If you have a Bika, a valley area, and there's an Asadra, you have this thing, this kind of gazebo uh, um, uh, over here. So Rav Omar Mutla Talta Bakula, Rav says you can carry throughout the area underneath because of the principle that we just described, the Pitikriyar, the outer rim of the roof goes down to the ground. And on the other hand, Shmuel Omar Ain Talta Nobadad Am. Shmuel says, nope, you can't carry, or you can only carry four arms at a time. Rav Mutla Talta Bakula, meaning Pitikriyar, because of the principle of Pitikriyar, and the outer rim of the roof goes down and hits the ground. Uh, halachic legal fiction wise. Shmuel Amr Amit Hassan Obama is living in Pitikri Yerbisaisen. Shmuel doesn't hold that, that halachic legal fiction of Pitikri Yerbisaisen. He disagrees. So says the Gemara. If in fact this were how the uh, relevant piece of um, 
of roofing were constructed, then I would agree. However, the Machlegis Rav Nebzeir was Ki Urzila, where the, uh, the roof is slanted. Since the roof is slanted, as you can see in this picture, um, it's really a different issue. Um, it doesn't relate to the issue of Ti Tikra Yoyred Ve Saisen. Um, yeah, okay, so then, all right, just one second. Yeah, there's a problem you get into. I, mean, I told you the explanation of Rashi, but there's a problem you get into because, um, according to Rashi, it's not entirely clear. It's not entirely clear um, why anyone would hold this works if you don't have Vita Kriya Besaisen. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we have the time to really get into it. Um, Tysis, I'm going to tell you the shot of Tysis, uh, just as a, a potential uh, extra shot. Tysis says that when we said if it's made like an oxadra, what it means is that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's well fenced. It ha- it's not well fenced. It only has two or three, uh, uh, two or three walls. However, um, case, or I'm sorry, it's, it's relatively well fenced. It only has two or three walls. While the case that they were actually talking about, Robin Rebzeir, was that Ki Arsula, where um, the fence was... Uh, there, there, there was no, there was no fence in in all four directions, um, and instead, what you had was this uh, this um, this rope scenario. Um, there were there were walls. The walls were made out of ropes, ropes drawn from tree to tree. Uh, so there just seems to be a question whether that qualifies. Just one second, my device is about to die. I agree, I concede, when you have a carpace, a carpace which is totally, has, has totally lost one of its walls, and that area opens into a chaser shaser, that's forbidden, right, just like this picture. My time, because the airspace of the chaser um, becomes appended to the, uh, to the base sasayim, to the two saw area of the carpace, and that's too big. Since that's too big, um, it's going to uh, it's going to ruin your ability to carry in the chutz. In, in excuse me, in the carpet. 
Well, that's what it should be. Uh, maybe allowed to do whatever it's or whatever it wants, depending on the details of how things happen. Master Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef asks, "Does he have a hamotzer like ice cream?" Right? So says Rabbi Yosef, "What are you talking about?" Right? The chaser is a place where you're allowed to carry currently, or you were allowed to carry um, into the carpet, into the carpet itself. Rashi explains, like Rabbi Shimon, this is the right. This is like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, which we had earlier in that Kimmel. That you're allowed to carry from a, a chutzner to a carpet in a such a situation. So to say that it that that by it being opened up into the area, that should ruin your ability to carry in that area, it just doesn't seem to compute. So says the Gemara, Lebai, command You're saying you're expressing yourself according to Shimon. I'm sure Shimon has to concede that there's the avir Um which uh, is this spot right here um, where the wall used to be, right? Where the wall that, if you see my cursor, is the wall used to be there. The Amr of Chista Karpi, if you never see Moel of Chatser, Chatser Mataris of Karpi of Chatser. describes exactly this case, right? Um, and he says the Karpi becomes Chatser. Why? Because the place where the wall used to be is now considered to be the Karpi. It's not the Chatser, it's the place where the wall used to be. Now, uh, that's a little more than Tusa. Again, we're assuming we're talking about something that's like exactly Tusa. So, says the Gemara, hold on a second. Chatser, my time, why is the Chatser uh, permitted to carry? Why is it permitted to carry in the Chatser? It's like Yifufe, because it has the remnants of walls. I don't know why I don't show a picture of that. That would have been helpful. Sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes it doesn't have the remnants of walls. I actually don't like what they do with this picture. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure I like what they did with this picture. Doesn't make it 100. Doesn't make it terribly clear. But basically, the wall could collapse, and there could be no remnants in the hut there. Because, um, yeah, I don't know why they. Why, something right. Sometimes it's not the case. Basically, no, I, sometimes I, I, the. I, I don't think. I yeah. don't think that's the issue. I, I, you go back to the previous one. Um, yeah. So what's happening here is if you're standing inside the hut there. Okay, from that perspective, right. from that perspective, you see the edges of the walls. Okay, um, that that mm -hmm. are, are on the sides. So the walls are visible, so you can treat them as if they're there. If you move down to the next picture, what you'll see is that if you're standing inside the chutzpah, for the, from that that perspective, you can't see the walls. It's a straight shot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so and I think that's what the, what they're talking about is the fact that from the perspective of of inside the chutzner, um, you need to be able to see the walls, the you know, the 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 edges of the walls that had separated them in order for it to be valid. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And Gifufe, the remnants of the walls are functioning. Other what they mean is that since the wall kind of collapsed neatly right here, so depending on where you're standing, depending on, on how things are built, different, the, either the chutz or the carpet is going to get the, these little abutments. Now, you're absolutely right. That's, 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 uh, that's what they're trying to show at this picture. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. I always look at the pictures before I... Uh... <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So it says the Gemara Ella. So what then? Mishum Damrina. And it can't be that. It must be something different. Ze avir mechitzos miyasra. Vezein avir mechitzos miyasra. Right. Uh, the, the 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 motivating logic is like we said earlier that the, the issue is the avir mechitzos. Right. The chutzner is exactly what it used to be. Well, the carpet has an extra. All of a sudden, has an extra piece of space where the wall used to be, which pushes it over the edge and makes it too long. 
Hau Bustana the Habasamakul Guda. There was a Bustana, a uh, a uh, an orchard which was right next to the wall that padna of uh, a mansion, of a nice house. Nafal Ashita Briyasa da Padna. One time the outer wall uh, the outermost wall of the house collapsed. Silver of Bibi Lame, Bibi had a good idea. He said, This is a good Gibiasa. He says, Look, the wall, uh, there, there are more walls inside. There are more walls inside. So, since there are more walls inside, um, uh, let's use one of the interior walls. Since you come from Rashi, says Muloy, who's a descendant of Eli Hakoyen, um, who's this is a pretty brutal takedown, um, whose, uh, whose family died young. I says, Since you come from these people who, who's, who die young, um, you say uh, cut off things. Like, you, know, you come from a cut off family and you say cut off things, which is really, frankly a brutal thing to say. Um, right now, he really didn't agree with what he was saying. Uh, interior walls of houses, you can't claim that they're made to, uh, to serve the outer area. They're not, they're not made for that purpose. They're not made to serve the outside area. The uh, the Reish Kalusa had something called an Abavranco, which is um, uh, a tree which is uh, broad enough that it created like a sitting area. Um, uh, it created like a, a an area where you could kind of socialize. Um, and he had it in his uh, in his orchard. Right? Please set up an Arab. He says there to um he says to please set up an Arab because we intend to uh to eat out there. So um he made a situation of right a, a little um palisade of uh, stakes and uh he made sure to keep them within three Tvachim of each other. And he set up a little um, a little eating area. So, you know, I think actually we'll, uh, this story goes on for a little bit, so we'll probably just cut out right here. But, uh, and that, uh, that set up. Okay, let's actually just pause here and we'll continue the story about the show tomorrow.